Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab show, the first fashion business radio show to go live in the world. My name is Lisa Gumba Regis Ford, and on today's show, we're going to be talking to different fashion industry professionals around stress in the fashion business. We're joined by an expert around the subject matter who I will be introducing shortly. <laughs> now, if you're tuning in for the first time, Fashion Lab is the first radio show to go live. It ignites conversations around the business behind fashion in Africa. And obviously, we focus on different dynamics of the fashion industry in the continent. All we want to do is win no matter what. And therefore, Africa, I'm just saying it's 2016. Let's change the way we play in business this year so we can get farther ahead. Um, sitting in studio with me is my co-host, Moik Peterson. Uh, good afternoon. And uh, I think he's already in winter. Do you want to just describe? <laughs> you look good, though. It looks good. I love it. I've been you giving you compliments on, yeah, that, on yeah, that jacket. Yeah. Oh, that is that a blazer or a jacket? It's a blazer. Okay. It's a blazer. Could you describe to our audience what it is about? It is. It is um, like a very soft um, cashmere. It is my fall winter 2016. You know, it has a bit of dark navy blue um, with a bit of brown in, but it's a very light cashmere. But still, it says we're ready for the fall winter season. And you know, I just come back from SMN's fashion, you know. So, I mean, one had to represent. I, mean, I was just going to say, but do you think it's a bit early for that? Listen, I mean, I love your dress too. <laughs> and it, it also looks a little bit fall winter No, it's not. It's much lighter than that cashmere. Well, I what mean, fabric cashmere, is that? <laughs> this is a cotton lycra. But it's beautiful. This is about a 5% elastin with a be- beautiful cotton. I'm actually going to be showing this uh, soon. I'm showing at the SA Fashion Week um, in April. So Absolutely. I'm going to wow, start sneakily nice. wearing mm-hmm. some of the pieces just so that I can excite yeah. minds that care about this type of look and aesthetic. And then we... Show and then maybe we get more. So this sales. is a good. This is a good subject matter you chose. The stress. It's, it's a good subject matter. Now we are also going to be joined in, um, by our senior trend analyst Nicola Cooper with a trend report um, later. And obviously, lastly, I also want to um, introduce our contributors who will come in on their segments. We've got Mile High Fashion with Lean Jasmine. Oh. Um, Lean Jasmine in studio is looking fabulous as well. Tell us what you're wearing. I love your laser fair approach to style. Oh, what is this? So calm. It's always relaxed. so difficult doing this after more week because he always <laughs> brings it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm here sitting in my uh, ripped denim black jeans with my gladiator sandals and a cropped olive green top and my mesh jacket, which is behind me. You look so, so London Fashion Weekish. Very, very yeah. nice, isn't it? Yes, and obviously for those who don't know, we're going to tweet a picture as well, but ha- what I've loved about your style, I've seen you like three times now, four, and there's something very effortless, something very mm. easy, and very... Um, when we look all hot. It's just so here. easy. You, it's mm. like you just throw on the first crop top and jeans and go. I don't know. I think, I think I've adapted my fashion sense. As I'm getting older, I'm just like, I can't be spending half an hour to get ready. I need something that's quick and fast. So minimalist and chic. Please, and you need to teach And I me kind of feel that androgynous um, sort of look and feel to it. Your stuff is never very fitting, 
but for some reason you don't look like a walking hanger like I've seen. No, before. those ones only so, come out at night. And well, I must say, to your hair looks again absolutely phenomenal. Thank you very phenomenal. much. I'm feeling um very sixties inspired mm. today. <laughs> but we will also be joined with Echoes from New York, uh, which is normally brought to us by Edgy Benson, who will also pr- uh, plug in as well. So obviously today's topic is a very serious topic. I mean, we are talking stress. Leave alone the topic. I mean, just when I hear the word stress, I cringe. <sighs> and I have seen people really close to me in the worst situations just looking for ways to overcome stress. Um, so the sad news is no one's exempt to stress, but the good news is we've got a nice conversation going on in studio today and maybe when you're done or when we are done, we're going to leave a bit more inspired and a bit more um, ready stress-free. to teach. Yeah, already. I don't think it's stress-free more, but I think more it's more like how do you manage it because it's not going anywhere. Do you think Challenges so? will always bring... Some, whatever challenges you deal with will always bring stress. Yes, and that idea is how do you overcome? Because you got it, you've got to deal with it. So, do you I think th- us in the fashion industry we have a lot of stress? <laughs> Just because of fashion shows <laughs> and what to wear. And the reason we have the topic and the reason we actually have this topic, honestly, is because yeah. uh, even the fashion business is not exempt to stress. And, you know, stress is such a big thing. I'm going to just um, quickly just read some facts. You know, every day, an estimated 21 South Africans commit suicide. And according wow. to experts, stress could be significant a significant contributing factor. Now, according to studies done by the University of KwaZulu-Natal, there's a researcher called Lawrence Schlebusch who says that an estimated 7,582 South Africans die by their own hand every year and 20 times that number attempt to commit suicide obviously but fail to take their own lives so while reliable statistics and research as to why the rate is so high is, is just scarce you know so a recent study also was conducted by the international research company uh, Bloomberg ranked South Africa as the second most stressed out nation in the world not in wow. Africa in the world okay and then following Nigeria <laughs> and then El Salvador I don't know what's going on but another study also conducted last year by Ipsos Global and Reuters also showed that up to 53% of South Africa's workforce does not take their allotted annual leave I'm assuming that that would also. Why is it because money? <laughs> it's. I is, think it's stress. Is everyone also living beyond beyond their means? You know. You know. You cannot go into that Louis Vuitton store. Like, don't go into <laughs> it. Okay, <laughs> Morik, Morik, you're pushing it. I want to hear your thoughts of what you deal with when it comes to stress in your businesses. And then we are going to also plug in. I had a chance to speak to some fashion industry business owners mm-hmm. who obviously run their own business. I'm going to just plug in fashion designer um, Anne McCreeth from Kiko Romeo, Kenya, and just hear what she deals with on a basic, um, you know, day to day sort day of. Day to day, yeah. Yes, and how she actually manages it because business has to go on. Excellent. It's Anne McCreeth. I'm the managing director of Kiko Romeo in Kenya. We're based out of Nairobi. And I'm also the founder and chair of Festival of African Fashion and Arts, FAFA. I think stress is something that we always deal with in business. And I don't know if it's bigger or smaller in a small business or a big business. But one of the things that I learned from a captain of industry here was that when I go to bed at night, if I'm very stressed, I actually visualize removing all of that stress out of my brain and putting it by the side of my bed 
and then taking it back into my head in the morning. Of course, in the morning I'm ready to roll, so I don't need to worry about it. But at night I actually do visualize it, and it means I get a good night's sleep. Um, I also deal with stress by talking to experts. If I'm stuck on something, um, I consult with people I know, not necessarily just in my fashion industry, but in other types of business. I think also as a woman there are sometimes different types of stresses. I share those with um, other business owners. And um, with United Success, I'm in an international business network for women. And they often have great advice and backup. So I think surround yourself with people that are going to help you in a positive way. At the end of the day, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to find a way through it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there in the first place. So you just keep going and you find solutions. And uh, yeah, and you focus on the positive things. Um, I think those are my tips for the day. And if you're out there and feeling stressed, I don't know, find the way that suits you. Do some yoga, go for a run, do the swimming or do the visualization as I do. Best of luck. Wow. <laughs> what do you guys think about Anne? Anne literally says she'll put it on the side of her bed. And then what I worry about is, would you want to pick it up in the morning? Because that's just, that, what, are, what Anne, are your thoughts? Anne lives close to Mombasa. No, she lives in Nairobi. So. Oh. <laughs> is, she, is she close to the sea or the ocean? No, <laughs> Nairobi is not the sea. You need to fly to Mombasa. It's an hour flight. <laughs> Morik, how do you deal with stress in your fashion business? How do I deal with stress? Like and what are, what are some of the stresses actually and how do you overcome them? Because we got to go on. You know, m most of my stresses really are the ones that I cannot control, you know. And the person that I would normally call sometimes, it's you, you know, because <laughs> oh, we God. speak to each other almost every day. And I think it's always hearing the solution or you know the answer and you know it cannot be controlled, you know. So sometimes you just need to hear it to be like... You know what? I'm. What am I? I'm. I'm worrying and stressing over something that I cannot. It's not in my hands. Mm. It's not in my hands. Lynn, how do you deal with you know when your day to day work as a fashion media consultant? How do you also deal with the stresses? I mean, and I don't want to call it stress. So find your way. Either you can call it hiccups or challenges, but it's obviously a result of of the problems or the hiccups that we face on a day to day. Basis. You see, the challenge for me is that because I work in social media, it's instant. So everything needs to happen now, if not yesterday. Mm. And that sometimes can put tremendous pressure on me. So how do I deal with it? Either I really, I call a girlfriend and I just let off some air, but I can't like Put things to the side and leave it to later. <laughs> that gives me tremendous anxiety. Like I need to get it done and sorted as soon as possible so that I know that it's done and dusted. Wow. I personally get, I call it hiccups because I, when I hear the word stress, I even get stressed. And I was speaking to Sheldon the other day and he said, even me, when I just hear stress, I'm stressed. So I would call mine just the challenges of what the challenges bring. And I think for me, from the business uh, of fashion, when it comes to production, that's my biggest stress. Because my thing mm -hmm. is, do you know how many people you have to commit to? From your buyer to you, you lose credibility from stupid little things like yeah. the production uh, crew saying, yes, we'll have this ready by Monday. And then you you wait. And then now you... So I think for me, my biggest str uh, stresses or hiccups are like production drama. 
things like fabric being con- discontinued from a reliable supplier. That's why you need to go into creating your own textiles. No, I'm, no I can't do everything. I'm just saying. But listen, <laughs> my policy is mm-hmm. I'm too blessed to be stressed. That's Absolutely. my hashtag. Absolutely. And, and what I've also done is I use it as my weapon anytime. So when I smell the stress coming, I've just conditioned my mind to just disregard anything that's going on uh, that's going to put me down. And operate from a solutions-driven sort of um, vibe and energy. So if it's stress or something is coming, I can smell it coming. I'm like, what's the solution? Finished. And if there's no solution to it, like a death in the family or something else, then you just pray over it. You need to come down, take a walk. Anyway, keep your tweets coming. Share with us how you manage stress in your fashion businesses or in your other businesses. And uh, also before we get straight into the show... Please do not forget, we've got my favorite segment at the end of the show called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? <laughs> so start thinking about it and maybe you could even stand a chance to join us on next week's show if you're in yeah. Johannesburg. Now, we are joined in studio by a very special guest. She's an author. She's a catalyst. She's a speaker, Bridget Edwards, who I trust will change our mindsets and leave us with some great tips I'm on, so excited. on how to I'm manage this excited. beast. Okay. Now, welcome to the show, Bridget. Thank you so much, Liz. It's a privilege and pleasure to be here with you. Welcome, Bridget. No, no it's a privilege <laughs> for us. <laughs> um, before we even move on, and I know you're trying to smile so we can move past that, is what are you wearing? I'm just, we love to share what we are wearing. And obviously, it's nice for um, our listeners to also know what's going on here with our different personalities and different uh, looks. Wonderful. Thank you, Liz. I'm in mostly cotton. I prefer natural fibers, and for me, that makes me feel calm and relaxed and at ease. And since we're talking about stress, having been in the industry myself for many, many years, polyester, (laughs) surprisingly or not, actually creates more static electricity, which adds to our stress, believe it or not. So... Going with natural fibers mm-hmm. has a very calming and relaxing impact on us. Now, wow. most of what we live say, around... We didn't know, did you know that? I didn't know no. that. Wow, we've learned something new. And you Think, love polyester, isn't it? No, I hate it. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Someone's trying to incite me. Let's go back. Oh, God. Bless us and today. If you think about it, our carpets are mostly polyester. A lot of the fabrics and fibers in our homes are polyester purely because it's cheap, it's durable. Mm-hmm. And when we have, you have experienced it when you rub your, you know, you're walking along and you touch somebody and you get a shock Mm. um, or you touch the doorknob, you get a shock. That Mm. is mostly because of the static electricity around us, which actually adds to our body's stress. Wow. Wow. Now, just to, I I was really pleased that you brought up those statistics that you did, Liz, because I tend to surprise a lot of people by sharing those statistics. And it's very sad that South Africa is the second most stressed country. And that was a Bloomberg study that was done in 2013. So it's already old. Okay. And Nigeria was 0.1% ahead of us. So really, we are at the top of the list. Now, yeah. currently, what we've been going through in the last few months as as South Africans, I think we've probably way exceeded that and gone up the top. But on top of what you were saying is that most of our stress happens well below our awareness, mm-hmm. our conscious awareness. Yeah. And it's happening 24-7, 365. Yeah. Now, by wearing what we do, we are adding to our stress. Wow. And the sad thing is that the medical fraternity say that 90 to 95% of all 
illness is stress-related. Now, the fashion industry, there is so much hype. You're constantly having to improve yourself, especially yeah. as designers. Absolutely. Tr- there's fierce competition. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about, Liz, earlier about the deadlines and being let down by so many suppliers and that. And it's not that they're doing it purposely, but it's just what happens <laughs> in the industry. So, yeah, I think that the fashion industry, having been there myself many years ago, which I'm sure we'll be talking about at some point, but it's a very, very stressed out industry because of the elements. You're constantly having to change, constantly having to be on edge, um, having to come up with something that's dynamic and different in in instant situations, especially the smaller designers compared to the bigger manufacturers that plan well in ahead, but you still have those deadlines. Mm. And it's it can be frightening. Mm. Bridget, you've spent literally a decade in the textile um, industry, running your textile agency in, in 99 till the end of it, until you sold it. And obviously you sold it because you couldn't take it anymore. So today you're now, obviously, I, sometimes I say some things are a b- blessing in disguise. I mean, you got to experience that side of life. But now you're an author. Now you're a speaker. Now you're a catalyst. Tell us a bit about your journey and how it actually connects. Because obviously, we're talking to you, but you actually have a fashion background and you've experienced some serious challenges in that space to be able to push you to now help people not burn out because I think that's what you're doing. Absolutely, Liz. I spent a decade in the industry. Wow. I was importing. Initially, we were working with local manufacturers and then I started importing fabrics from the Far East. So I traveled a lot and there was a huge amount of pressure in terms of traveling because I was sourcing fabrics on behalf of clients, both top end and then the fashionistas on the designer side. I then ended up bringing in various ranges from Europe and from America, Diamante range to add to the garments um, and to the, the sort of whole look and feel. And I know what it's like to be have to be at the edge all the time because you're constantly having to be vigilant of the new colors, the new styles, the new look and feel. And am I ahead of my competitors? So, and I was one of I was very very fortunate to be one of the top agents in South Africa, representing amazing mills. Um, locally and internationally. Hmm. So, yeah, there was a lot of pressure. And through a variety of things, both on a personal level, I ended up burning out. Um, I think I'd pushed myself so hard and so fast. I didn't realize it, but at one point I was diagnosed with having um, a duodenal failure. My, um, you know, just basically they could now call it chronic fatigue. Um, And I ended up burning out. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that motivated me to get out of the industry. There was an opportunity for me to now look at my life having been really successful. I was blessed to have the financial wherewithal that I could now make alternative arrangements and I started looking at what else can I do there has to be more to life mm. than chasing after the Pantone color for the season yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like and how hard that is and then you know uh, uh, the guys at the retail side saying no that green is not quite the right green and I'm like <laughs> seriously when you look at it in the light and they say no under the light box it's it's a shade out so an entire container of clothing would be cancelled or fabrics would be cancelled yeah. And I just so thought, stressful. you know what, this is just unrealistic. <laughs> and I'm a farm girl, yeah. okay? So I kind of look at life very simplistically, maybe yeah. overly simplistically. And I started thinking, no, this is crazy. What am I doing to myself? And I cannot push myself to the edge and continue to be at the edge. Um, 
I think one of the catalysts in that space was that my mom had got cancer and in 96 she died. 97 I ended up running Comrades and I really just pushed myself too far and I got to a point where I was like, okay, this burnout is just too much. Um, had had some relationship issues as well at the time. So emotionally I was really exhausted and yeah. finished. And that's when I, I got the opportunity to sell my agency, which I'm really blessed to have done. I think I'm probably the only South African to have actually sold a textile agency. <laughs> not a, you know, not a, a going business, but as a textile agency. Full, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know of anybody Wasn't else to achieve that. stressful on its own, Bridget? Well, going through the sale was stressful because it was like, is the guy actually going to go through with it? You know, mm. until the money was in my bank account, yeah. I was kind of worried. Yeah. And then we had a six month period. Period where I shadowed and I, you know was available. That was part of the deal mm-hmm. that I would be available to counsel or you know just be there. You know, need any questions? Because he took over the business from me. He'd never really traveled to the Far East. He didn't have all the connections like I yeah. had. And now I had to be there as a, as a backstop. Wow. You know what? Before we go on, I know Mo is dying to get on you. Is <laughs> where? Really? Yeah. Well, however way you want to look at it, but we have a caller in the la- on the line, so let's just kind of also um, see what people are curious to find out in studio. Um, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Hello. fashion lab. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I just want to say that. Um, the one thing that gets me going when I'm like dealing with stress and working in, within the fashion industry is understanding the goal of my company. Like if I understand what we're working towards and why it's hectic at the moment, then I know um, how to pull through. I know how to keep up and go through the stress, you know, and not break down because I understand the goal and I understand where we are going as a whole, you know. But once you don't really kind of know um, where you're going or why the why it's hectic at the moment, you tend to break down because you don't understand, you the know. The bigger picture. Mm. Yeah, you don't understand the bigger picture. You don't understand why we're working so hard, why we, you know, have to deal with this crisis. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? So once you have a clear vision of where your company and the whole workplace is going and heading, then you find your way to pull through and hold on and keep on fighting, you know? Yeah. What are, what are some of your ways, um, that, um, you know, that, that, that you, that you deal with, you know, in terms of your stress level or for you to alleviate your stress level or for you just to calm down, you know, because we must calm down, you know, what, yeah. what, what are some of your ways? Um, what I do is I speak to um, my boss, um, whoever's around, and try and understand. And I talk to them about, okay, this is my problem. This is what's bothering me, or this is where I'm lacking. How do we go forward? Like, if we work together as a team, I find that it's easier to pull through other than if I'm doing things on my own and not understanding, you know, the whole situation. So I think talking about it definitely help mm, you know communication like, communication mm. saying this is where i'm lacking this is where i'm falling you know it helps you get there you know it does something to you and your perseverance and gives you stamina to just go through it you know so yeah that's my wow. way. 
Wow, so, thank you so much for calling and uh, we'll definitely take some of those tips home. I'm definitely putting some of them in my purse as yes. we go. <laughs> and, and, so, and, and so we hope the others are as well. But thank you for calling and have a lovely day. And thanks for listening. Uh, thank you for having me. Beautiful show. Brilliant. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Liz, can I just add to what the caller has just said? Yeah. Having a clearly defined goal. And a reason and a purpose, you know, the big why that we often hear um, motivational speakers talk about is very, very critical. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what your objectives are, it can become very, very stressful. So I like and I completely reiterate what she said. Mm -hmm. That is very important. Mm -hmm. And another part of what she um, mentioned is what I recommend in the book as well is to connect when we are stressed, we actually mm-hmm. want to connect with other people. So working together as a team, discussing your challenges is very, very important. Mm-hmm. So those two points are definitely things that I cover in my book. Wow. Can we just plug in um, Sheldon Kopman, the fashion designer for Neck Deep, and listen to how he actually manages his stress? I would well. love to hear that. I would <laughs> love to hear that. Hello, hello, hello. This is Sheldon Kopman, designer and creative director for Brand Naked Ape. Currently a menswear brand specializing in luxury garments using luxury fabrication. We produce everything in South Africa, and that is an ultimate challenge right now. So we speak about challenges. Other people choose to call it stress. Stress is just something that is totally unapproachable. So let's stick with the challenges. Challenges currently in our current climate in South Africa is that our brand has taken a serious knock we bring in probably 85 to 90% of the fabric that we are using and the equipment that we are using to produce fine garments are imported. As a result, all of this is going to be going up 40% within the next couple of weeks. And that is a totally, totally different beast of a challenge to be dealing with. We cannot just put our price of our our garments up by 40% for our local market. In saying that, there's also an advantage to a depreciating rand. You know, we just need to reassess and rethink and become a lot more creative. And this is how we're addressing these particular challenges currently. Um, We can, I'm not going to say we can hope for the best. We trust that the best will come around. And uh, we can only grow from strength to strength. It's just that currently we are challenged to the max, whether it be creatively, Financially, collaboratively, you name it, it is the challenges of 2016. Let it be and let it grow stronger as the year progresses. Thank you for this opportunity and I wish all fellow designers out there in the industry a successful 2016 Chinese year of the monkey. I just love Sheldon. I just love Sheldon. He was very precise, very, it sounded like a very p- political way he brought it up. I love it. You know what? Thanks guys? for plugging me in. Yes, in, it's very interesting. And as we continue, this is obviously the fashion lab where we hold it down every Thursday. We're talking about stress in the fashion business. And I'd like to plug in Jasmine because, I mean, Lean Jasmine, because Lean is very quiet, looking fabulous in the corner, <laughs> but very quiet. But I think I'm going to just plug up. Uh, plug in the high mile fashion with Lynn Jasmine so she can also just give us a bit of her mind. We can talk about it as we go um, before we take a break. Thanks, Liz. So speaking about stress in the fashion industry, I think that depending on your roles, um, it affects you differently. 
So the fashion industry generally is a very desirable industry to be in. And there's kind of this notion that one can be replaced tomorrow because everybody wants to have your job and so forth and so forth. So that on its own, it puts pressure on you, right? You always want to excel and you always want to be great at what it is that you do. Um, and as with many other jobs, especially in a creative space, um, there's a lot of pressure. We look at big designers like Raph Simmons, for instance, who was with Dior. He stepped in and he had to throw out so many um, different collections in such a short space of time. And he stepped down because he couldn't do it. Like the workload is so excessive. I watched the movie, um, mm-hmm. Dior and I, and it really, it's a great documentary that, that puts focus on the blood, sweat and tears that these designers really, really go through every day and the sleepless nights. Um, and the workload really, really is excessive. So as, um, an individual, you, Put yourself on the line because here you are, you present, you're presenting a collection for such a big house and now your work is being nitpicked and criticized by so many people. And if you're not strong enough, that can literally destroy your soul. So we really need to look at ways in which people can deal with that. Um, it, it's the same for fashion edis- editors and people who work in, in magazines. You know, lead times are small, so they have deadlines to meet and it's just always push, 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 fast, fast, fast. I need this now. I need it tomorrow, you know? Um, yeah, so there's, there's the main lines, there's pre-collections, there's the resort collections. It's just a lot of work. And as the caller said earlier, some people thrive on being put in a stressful situation. So if they can see the finish line and they can see how their contribution would help get themselves and their team to wherever it is that they need to be, then it can be positive in that sense. And I came across a quote earlier today online by Laura Hinson. She works for Refinery29 and she says it's almost impossible to say, oh, well, it's just a job because lines, because the lines between your work and you are so blurred. And I think that that is so profound because today we don't know how to separate Mm. our work life and our personal life because we need to uh, um, have so much of ourselves available all the time emails need to get checked immediately and so forth and i think it's an important skill to learn to be able to separate when that needs to happen so that you can still get your work done effectively so all in all i just think it's about finding a balance Hmm. wow Thank you. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Lynn, well, Bridget, I, I mean, would like to add to what Lynn is saying is that the pressures within the industry are extremely high. Yeah. And that judgment and criticism of your latest collection and the choices that you make, the people don't realize unless they've been in, in the industry yeah. how extremely high those pressures are. And for me, the saddest thing that I witnessed time and again was – as a result of that, the coping mechanisms that so many designers and um, personnel ended up using mm-hmm. was addiction. Yeah. And that 
was just so tragic. Mm -hmm. And it's not just in the fashion industry that people turn to addictions, Mm -hmm. but I noticed that it was, it was so prevalent in the industry. Mm -hmm. And when I'm talking about addictions, it could be smoking, alcoholism, drugs. um, And of course those after parties (laughs) where so much of this is freely available. I really struggled with that when I was in the industry because, as I said early on, and I wasn't joking when I said, really, I'm a farm girl. I'm a very simple person. Yeah. I, I was never exposed to that. And when I saw it, it actually broke my heart. Yeah. And I also think the industry prepared me to become a therapist and a, a catalyst today because mm-hmm. so many of the designers would come and pour their hearts out to me about how they felt so criticized. You know, you are really under the spotlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Yeah. <laughs> you really are in that space. Yeah. And they would spend hours pouring their heart out to me. But Bridget, is, is meditation, you know, an important element in life? You know, because I look at the fashion industry and I think about just mm. New York. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very fast pace very. and everything happens. Very. You know, I mean, what are some of the things, just the one thing that we can all really work on and say, you know, the first thing it's about, you know, meditating and finding your core and your center and understanding your worth and your value so that you understand the day or I, I don't know. What would you recommend? The first key. And can, can I do something? Yeah. <laughs> I want to leave our listeners um, on the edge a bit to also think about okay. it before you okay. you give it to us. So oh, can, can okay. we? Yes. Yeah, so can we take? And I'm sure. I mean, everyone's dying to know yeah. what else can we do? Or oh, I've tried everything yeah. and not. But um, obviously, we're gonna be back after this break. This is where we are talking about stress today. It's the Fashion Lab. We hold it down here every Thursday, one to two p.m. Central African time. Uh, we will be right back. Keep to it locked. Keep it locked. Yeah. This is cliffcentral.com. I patiently waited for you for nine months. I would sit in my chair and talk about how I longed to meet you. I knew you'd be the most beautiful baby in the world. I was ready for you, but I wasn't ready for this. If you have a child in need of reconstructive surgery, Smile Foundation can help you. Visit www.smilefoundation.co.za or call us on 0861-276-453. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Here we are again talking about stress in the fashion Morning. business. And we are joined, obviously, by Bridget um, Edwards. Uh, who is an author, speaker, and catalyst uh, as we continue the show. Uh, Morik asked a very interesting question. And obviously, you know, like I said, I'm sure a lot of people have been trying a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. However, I would like us to first of all plug in our senior trend analyst, mm-hmm. Nicola Cooper, with a trend report. And we will then just kind of hang on and see what is really going on and how we can get ahead. So that question that Morwick posed is we're going to get a response from Bridget, but we're going to first have the trend report. Hi, everybody. How are you today? Hi, Hi Nicola. Nicola. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing? I'm I'm good, thank you. Um, I, I unfortunately don't have the stress issue today as most people are working within the industry I'm working from home on my balcony with the sun so <laughs> um, I don't have the same issues but I have um, Nicola the line's very bad we're gonna the yeah hello Nicola 
Um, Nicola? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, the line yeah, the line's very bad. Yes. We may have to call you back if, if we can't hear clearly. Okay, can you hear me properly now? Yes, yes, we can. Okay, great. So I've been looking a little bit at the um the stresses and, and the sort of ongoing stress for not just the fashion industry but for the world at large. And this is really um you know, the future of the workplace is kind of more work and less place, um, or that's what experts, experts say. Given the impact of, of new technologies, the uncertain economy, and the demands of a new generation of employee, um, many of us, as you know, are calling into meetings from the road, using online collaboration tools and cloud services to get work done on weekends and unfortunately for family harmony checking emails at all hours including at the dinner table and I'm sure many of us can relate to that um, often we go out for dinner and, and someone's answering a telephone or answering an email whilst we're sitting at dinner with them um, and that's really because we make ourselves available at all hours um, in exchange for more flexibility. But what we aren't doing as a workforce is setting enough boundaries. And I think what we're seeing in the upcoming years in 2016 is that in the past, there, are, there has been so many organizations that would take all the extra hours that you would give in, but would give you no additional pay. And we've seen this quite a substantial amount online where, um, you know, just a, a recent sort of scope is an online or a publication offering an internship um, that, is, that paid very little and there's sort of uproar around that. So what we're starting to see with the Internet and new communications technology, it's really been changing our, our workplace I mean, even mine, as I'm calling in via Skype, um, and what new companies are doing is they're actually taking a step back and realizing that there is no nine-to-five job, that specifically in the creative industry, we don't think within prescribed hours. We don't think within nine-to-five so organizations are looking to, to recruit and recruit. Nicola? Sorry, we're losing, we're losing you. Yes. By capping working hours and placing a greater importance on people skills. Amongst yes. 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 Sorry, we were losing you again. Um, I don't know. I think it's maybe the connection. Um, okay. Where did you lose me? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the organizations and the whole uh, way that people, uh, that they are operating now, the fact that there's no nine to fives really, and um, people are moving yeah, on. Well into so what, what we're starting to see in the upcoming years, specifically in 2016, that organizations are looking to recruit and retain their employees by cutting down, Um, Nicola, I think we're just going to have to call Nicola back uh, on the line. 
Um, in the meantime, um, let's just go back to Morwick uh, and uh, Bridget and Lynn, who are sitting here in studio, to also just maybe comment on what Nicholas shared so far with regard to the whole nine to five um, work uh, sort of traditional way of working and where the world is going now. Two very important things. What Nicholas just reiterated is that technology, because we're living in such a fast-paced and lifestyle, but with the technology we have, cell phones, etc., we have actually disconnected as human beings from each other. And by us disconnecting because of the technology, that has created a lot more stress. And one of the important things that we need to do as human beings is to actually connect. Mm -hmm. So one of the tips that I share is hugging. Yeah. You know, give somebody a hug because we need that connection. And when Mm -hmm. we hug, it actually releases happy endorphins or happy hormones into the body. Mm -hmm. So... If that's one thing we can do in this modern era is, yes, our technology is great. It helps us to connect with people all over the world and we're living in a global village. But remember that we are sentient beings. We are hardwired to connect. We are hardwired to touch, feel and be in that space because that makes us feel safe and secure. Yeah. And that is also going to reduce our stress from, uh, a lot as, as a result. I was going to say, so those same endorphins that are released by chocolate, are they also released? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hiding, I'm just asking because they say that the best, closest thing, I don't know, I don't know what children are listening, but I just know for sure out of research that they say that the best next thing to sex is actually um, chocolate. chocolate. Well, and that is because of the endorphins that are released. So when you say that hugging also releases mm-hmm. this endorphins, then mm-hmm. should we just? Mm-hmm. Should I we should have our be very happy because I'm eating chocolate <laughs> well, all the time. I, I think we should differentiate between chocolate and chocolate. Okay, the sugary chocolates are the worst kind of chocolates, but natural cacao, mm-hmm. which is the dark, what really oh. chocolate is about, that is where you receive. Mm-hmm. Those um, proper chemicals that are going to yeah. support your body, but the sugar to- chocolates—that's actually the worst thing for us because sugar creates acidity in the body, which stresses us more. And actually, stress with the um, adrenaline and cortisol that's re- released in the body causes mm-hmm. more acidity in the body. Mm-hmm. And this is why the medical—one fr- of the reasons why the medical fraternities say that ninety to ninety-five percent of all illnesses and disease is stress-related, yeah. because of the acidic environment and in disease thrives yeah. in that acid, acidic I think laughing Bridget I think laughing is oh, also an amazing yeah. thing and you know having a business partner you know like Liz and you know we spend a lot of time together I'd go oh and she said to me um, as I was reading the Bible and then her husband says to me no Liz <laughs> you weren't reading the Bible <laughs> the Bible was plugged in it was audio She's like, <laughs> but that's reading still <laughs> That is still reading. I mean, come on, we are living in a fast. <laughs> oh, Liz, only you would say that. <laughs> Lynn, is reading the Bible on your app, Bible app, isn't that still reading the Bible, whether you're playing it or not? Yes, audio? I, it is. It is. So why it are is. they laughing? Well, laughter. I, I have daily quotes. I have daily quotes on my phone that I read. Just it doesn't disqualify. And you're still reading exactly, yeah. <laughs> guys. We are laughing, but I want us to also um, plug in Edgy. We are gonna plug yeah. in Nicola to just wrap up, but we'll also be um, bringing in Edgy um, on with Echoes from New York. But let's finish up with Nicola, and then we can move on. Nicola, Hi, welcome everybody. again. Hi. Sorry about that. The line was a bit faulty. 
Okay, am I a little bit clearer now? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Words and technologies. Just to pick up where I left, um, what we're seeing for sort of forward-thinking um, institutions or organisations, there's things that Nicola, the line's still not good, not clear. Sorry, we, we have, I think we're yeah, going I to... Yeah, I think uh, we just plug in edgy. Unfortunately, we do apologize for that bad connection. I just think yes. maybe it's the network in that area, mm-hmm. something today. Yes, but um, as we talk and we um, enjoy these topics and we are laughing, which is a good thing, meaning mm-hmm. that we're going to leave out of here stress-free. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to um, also just plug in Echoes from New York with edgy. Uh, pick his mind a bit on what's going on on that side of the world when it comes to, um, you know, stress levels in the fashion um, business. And uh, and then we'll continue on. But Bridget, as we uh, wait on Edgy, what are some of your thoughts when, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, the new way of actually operating? And what are some of your tips? I mean, I know you've talked about hugging and we laughed about chocolates because of the endorphins that are released in that. But what else can you advise? I mean, you've been in the fashion industry. You've got some background on it. You've been, you're now doing something else to help us not mm-hmm. burn out. Absolutely. Also in terms, sorry, Bridget, in terms of like taking good vitamins and looking after ourselves and eating correct food. I mean, does that add to living a healthy, stress-free you know, you're reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Proper nutrition is mm-hmm. vitally important. And I always say to people, please eat a mixture of raw fruit and vegetables, all oh, the colors, uh-huh. because that will give you the um, supplementation yeah. that you need. And unfortunately, so much of our food today is depleted of proper yeah. nutrition. So extra supplements is very key and critical in that space. But one of the most important things is hydration. Yeah. We need to and we don't drink enough water. Our bodies are dehydrated. In fact, the vast majority of us are dehydrated. This also adds to our stress levels. Mm. So drinking plenty of fresh, uh, still water every single not day. Not sparkling? Not, not sparkling. Wa- only wine, sparkling. No, uh, no, no wine. Wine, coffee, coffee teas, sodas, all of those things are not hydrating your body. Your body needs water. In fact, the brain needs water as much yeah. as the physical body needs water because our brains are electrical. And in order for the brain to fire correctly, you need that watery component so that the electricity of the brain, the thinking part of the brain can be vitalized. Wow. So water is so imperative and nutrition is imperative. Sleep is imperative. Sleep. Let's talk about sleep. Let's talk to Edgy from New York. Uh, This is Echoes uh, Mm. from New York with Edgy Benson. Edgy, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Edgy, how are you doing? We are good and we are feeling (laughs) stress-free today. (laughs) It's awesome. I mean, I think this was such, it's been a wonderful conversation. I want to be like Moeg. I think he has the best I mean, it's, it's, uh, here in New York, it's it's Fashion Week. So, I mean, talk about that. That's a bale of stress. You it, know? Is. it is. Yeah. Gee whiz, I can yeah. just imagine. Oof. I mean, from, for the designer at this point, he has really very little control. Um, he's going to depend on someone like me to deliver the collection to him to show. 
And he, he has really very little control. So you can imagine his stress and then imagine my stress because all of that responsibility to deliver that collection and that stress goes all the way down to the people sewing, the fabric. I mean, the, everybody down the chain. So I think the industry is really a stress hive, but there's so much love for what you do that at some point, it does begin to 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 help you deal with this stress, you know. Um, for me personally, with operations in the U.S., in in China, in Europe, and in Africa, uh, you know the time, the different time zones. I, I can't sleep more than three hours a night. Um, but you learn to love it. I mean, the, the results are such a stress relief, you know, when you get these amazing results. Um, but the industry and stress are so related that it's almost, um, we love it so much that it, 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 it kind of dumps, uh, it kind of like it reduces the stress in, in some way uh, mm. by itself. Yeah. Loving what you do is critical in order to be able to live with in yourself in peace and harmony. Um, and that is one of the things that I share in my book as well, is that you need to love what you do. Because if you're living with that passion and purpose, it does make the tough stresses that you have to face in this industry in particular a lot more bearable. Absolutely. Lena, I, think, I think one point we need to make is like... Uh, it's, it's, you know, for young designers coming into the industry, the stress point is something that they sometimes don't know how to deal with. And sometimes uh-huh. it can, can be a real inhibitor as to their desire to stay in the industry. Yeah. It doesn't matter how talented they are. They, they might go on an internship and they go to this internship. And it's very, very, very stressful situations. And sometimes they're like, you know, I've had interns tell me, how do you guys survive in this industry? I can't do it. Especially you know? in New York City, Edgy. I mean, New York City <laughs> on its own, it's just craziness. It's a, a stress ball on its own. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have an intern right now from the African Union who is, I have attached her with one of the biggest houses in New York. And, you know, that in itself is such, I, I don't think she understood the enormity of it. But now it's fashion week. She doesn't go home until eleven o'clock, and you know it's 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 really a wake up call for it her. Is, it's yeah, like it, I can imagine. It's just, just, yeah. And, and Edu, with all of that, how do you actually manage it? Because back to our business must continue. How do you manage and overcome that stress? I just try to make sure that things are well streamlined. That before I go to bed, uh, from the U.S. to China to India to Istanbul, whatever it is that I, wherever it is that I'm working, whatever the, the, dead, the, the deadlines are to be met, that we have everything streamlined, that everything that needs to be done is in, is in, is in, is in process of being done, and then I can go to sleep. That way I, I wake up in the morning and my customers call me, and I have updates for them that are realistic, and it helps me a lot, because dealing with my customers is really the biggest stress, yeah. you know. Their expectations are such a stress. Absolutely. Wow, Edgy. Thank you so much for plugging in and um, keep trying to help them. You've heard that you got to drink lots of water. Um, I don't know how that works, but uh, our expert in studio has actually... And not sparkling. Um, and she said not sparkling water, Still. Edgy. So try to, And then obviously, you're the one person I know who's 
who's around the clock I could try I could call AJ at any time and he's up and I'm like what time are you going to bed yeah. so I think the three hours sleep again back to what Bridget was talking about with stress is you also have to find a way to get to enough hours off. of yeah. sleep so mm. also mm. try to apply those into your life and then try to spread that stress yeah. Stress-free love across, uh, and an apple a day keeps the <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> Liz, I also think it's so crazy though. I think it's so crazy how we don't listen to our bodies when our bodies mm. tell us it's time Absolutely. to switch off. That's yes. why there's so many people now mm. who get hospitalized for exhaustion mm. yes. and things like that because they are girls. I know girls who as, as a, as a response to the amount of stress that they are going through, they'll throw up every morning, like just mm. as a normal gag mm. reflex every morning. Mm. That's what they do to mm. deal with it. And it's, mm. it's not healthy. It's absolutely. absolutely not. That is so, Lynn, that is really quite tragic but what you are re, um, touching on there is part of our disconnect is that we're not only disconnected from each other we are disconnected from ourselves mm-hmm. we live and especially in the fashion world everything is external it's the color it's the fabrics it's all of those externals we've forgotten to connect with ourselves and be in touch with ourselves which mm-hmm. is very very important very and, true anyway edgy Yes. Thank you very much. You've had those tips. Thank you for calling in. Keep those stress-free so laugh going, and we will be in touch. Thank you. Enjoy um, Fashion Week. Enjoy Is Fashion it? Week. I wish I was there. I know. Well, you were at, at the Fashion Week for the men, so <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, Edgy. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. Oh. Bye, Edgy. Thank you, guys. Bye. We're gonna just plug in an internationally. Um, accredited um, makeup artist who also deals a lot in the fashion industry. Her name is Morag Stain and see what she does and how she actually copes in with the stress. Hi, my name is Morag Stain. I'm an internationally accredited makeup artist and stylist residing in Johannesburg. I've been in the industry for 10 years now and what I do in the media industry of fashion is create absolute magic. This relies on my specialized skills as a makeup artist to communicate style and image. Yes, this is my full-time job and it happens to be what I absolutely love. And thank you to cultural recognition that artists are getting these days. How am I I successful in what I do is I obviously have created an immaculate reputation for myself. But besides that, having a business mindset as opposed to just, oh, this is my hobby – Yes, of course I have stress and sleepless nights, like any other profession. Challenges I face are mainly the influx of people watching tutorials and doing crash courses and then calling themselves makeup artists or hairstylists. (laughs) This comes with lower and inaccurate fees being charged and reducing the chance of industry professionals such as myself being booked. Mm -hmm. This is very annoying and disrespectful to my profession. I overcome these frustrations by just really voicing my opinion and guiding those who are not as experienced. I mean, what comes around goes around, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) That's right. What comes around goes around because obviously Morag is basically saying, uh, everybody else who's calling themselves makeup artists from like the corner, uh, of the street like is messing up their vibes. Yes. So I think guys, um, you know what? We've really had a fabulous show in one quick 30 seconds or 20 seconds. Can we just go on to our, who would you want to dress and why, uh, round the table and then wrap up this beautiful show because we can talk about this stress all day long, but I think we're going to have to take it. Out, we're gonna have to take it outside. Lynn, we're gonna start with you. What who would you want to dress and why? 
Today I'm going to say my grandmother. <laughs> only Poor because only no 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 she's she's cool. She dresses very well, but I just think as she's getting older, um she has disconnected with what she's got and I just need to show her that she's still got it. Wow. More week. What I want to dress um this week again because I was in Cape Town, you know. There's a few Cape Town. I mean, I don't know. Cape Town is divided, but anyway, it is the young gentleman in Cape Town. Please, those flip flops <laughs> needs to go. Are you gonna take the sea away from them? They're on a sea mode. Exactly. And those shorts. And no, but to work. <laughs> yes, more week they're on a sea mode, and don't be jealous because there's no sea here. They're flipping and flopping because there's the sea <laughs> and the mountains, and then like wine farms. What else can they do? Wash their feet too. Okay, Bridget, who would you want to dress and why? <laughs> oh, Liz, you caught me off guard completely. <laughs> I'll skip on that one. No, we don't skip. It's, oh we just think, think of any anyone you've ever thought of dressing and why. Whether Bridget, just concur with me, oh. Cape Town boys. Wash your feet in those flip flops. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with you on that okay. one, Morris. Okay, okay. <laughs> I am going to. I want to dress this week. Um, Susanna Wio, who is a song a songwriter from Kenya. Um, she's very cool. Her music is beautiful, but I just find that her style needs to be redefined, and I want to do that. And she's a sister, but I hope that Susanna, you're listening. We want to make sure when you go to those Oscars that we actually are looking like the queens that we are. Anyway, it's been amazing. It's been fabulous. Um, I know that we have a parting shot from Bridget. Yes, I'd like to just share two uh, tips that people can use before we close. One is to breathe. Mm. And that will, and especially nasal breathing in and out is going to help you to feel calm and centered and be in the present moment. That is your gift of life. Thank you very much, guys. It's been amazing. Uh, Keep uh, keep it locked. www.fashionlabafrica.com Be stress-free. Find your ways to deal with your stress. Until next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.